all month long. Additionally, two different drawings you can enter in the store that value up to $500 each. Thank you again, Sheridan, for your support, and we look forward to serving you for another 45 years. The Sheridan Troopers look to wrap up their regular season with their last two conference games today. Head out to Thorn Rider Stadium as they take their final steps in preparing for the state tournament. Today's doubleheader against Rock Springs starts at 11 with the second game around 1.30. If you can't make it out to the field, you can watch live video web stream on SheridanMedia.com or listen to the games on air on 1410, 106.9 FM, KWIO. Trooper Baseball is being presented in part by McDonald's, Blodor and Lumber, and Kilpatrick Creations. Remember when your dad used to yell through the bathroom door? Hey in there, did you fall in? Well, if you actually did fall in, then you might need the calming, health-giving effects you can only get from the health nut. Aisle after aisle of supplements, vitamins and minerals, an all-natural soup, salad, and smoothie bar, as well as a health food grocery and gift shop. So get good with the world. Be happy when you get healthy. And that starts at the Health Nut in Sheridan's Fifth Street Mall. It started out as free. But then they said it would only be a few cents a day. What you're hearing is real. It may be happening to you. It ended up being a lot every month. These are the voices of frustration. I pay for streaming video, then the cloud storage, then streaming audio. Where does it end? This is the sound of nickel and diming syndrome. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. I just want to hear my music. Is that so wrong? There is hope for millions of people. There's radio. Radio? Radio with zero down and zero per month. Radio delivers all the news, music, and entertainment you want when you want it for free. No usernames, passwords, or Wi-Fi connection required. Here's my card number. It's 7354. Don't speak. When you listen to a Sheridan Media radio station, you'll never need that. This is so wonderful. (laughs) Yes, it is. The cure for nickel and diming syndrome. I could use a hug. (laughs) It's radio. No subscription required. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whiting. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now another great YO rodeo is in the books. My wife and I actually had an amazing time. She's never gotten to see a rodeo before, so Saturday night she actually saw one of the best in the business And the relay races were absolutely outstanding on Saturday. It was a great show. I hope you got to see at least a little bit of it. The Wild Rodeo Board has done it again. And from the folks uh, that, that I've talked to, this thing just gets better every year. And thanks to all the hard work of those folks on the board and the community coming together to put this thing on. This is your rodeo, folks. And downtown was bursting with people all week long, and from what I could tell. And, uh, you know, traffic downtown is kind of the way that I gauge these sort of things. You know, it, <laughs> and it was it was busy. So joining me this morning to talk about that and more is the executive director of the Downtown Sheridan Association, Zoila Perry, and the DSA board president, Kristen Herbst. Good morning, ladies. Good, Good morning. morning. How was your uh, rodeo week? Busy. Busy. Very busy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Kristen, you said you ran. 
I did. I ran the sneakers and spurs. How'd you do? I mean, I, I felt like I did really pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I'm 38. I'm not. I'm not. You don't look winning. 38. Thank you, Floyd. <laughs> Very welcome. <laughs> so it was. It was fun. It's always a great event, I think, to kind of kickstart Friday. Yeah. You know, um, and it is busy. There was a lot of people down there. I think I got there about 7:15, and just people putting together floats. Um, but just spectators, people watching, drinking coffee. You know, some people at the mint. Yeah, <laughs> got to get an early start Absolutely. on Friday, right? Absolutely. <laughs> now, uh, boy, it was hot. I mean, even by the time that that race started off, they yes. try to hold it early, so it's not too bad. Right. But my goodness, uh, I, I, how did that feel out there running in that? Um, it could have been a lot worse, but thank God it was only three point one miles. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Couldn't have made 3.2. Nope, 3.1 was nope, just nope. enough. Yep. <laughs> well, that's good. And uh, congratulations on your run. Oh, uh, boy, you. I'm I'm here to tell you. Uh, I I admire those folks who can get up in the morning and go do that. I'm I'm more of a coffee and sit kind of mm-hmm. guy myself. Uh, Zoila, how do you feel the parade went? Um, and so many entries. I mean, this was a really long parade. It was. Um, I think that the rodeo board did a great job. I know Brandy Campbell is the one that organizes that, and she did an, a fabulous job. This is her first year on her own um, since last year um, with Linda Sinclair's last year. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Good but, job, Brandy. It was yeah. beautiful out there. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch the parade, but I've heard really great things about it. Lots of people downtown. Um, we were too busy setting up for the powwow and yeah. getting everybody ah, in line for right. the parade, um, getting them on the floats, making sure they had enough water so they could get ready to um, jump on, jump in the parade. Now, that's that's one thing for me. I absolutely love that event, but I, I've I've missed it every every year so far because usually I've got to chase somebody down for an interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, you know, where you're working during the parade, I'm working like right after. I, I, I didn't get a chance to get down there. How did the, the people's powwow go? I heard it was it, it was just banging over there. Yes. Uh, I was very proud of the dancers and the turnout. I've never seen as many public um, a public event have so many people come to it. That's awesome. Um, you know, just for the actual powwow. Um, last time we did this was in 2019, and the, the, it just appeared like, to me, it seemed like we had double the amount of attendees um, that came and watched the powwow. It was great. Have people told you over the past couple of years, boy, I miss that. Uh, you know, it was just, that seems to be kind of like the cherry on top of, of the parade day. Yeah. You know, when you, you, you watch the parade, you go over and then you watch these Beautiful performers mm-hmm. uh, performing traditional uh, dances of the native people, and it's just I've I've gotten to witness a powwow before, and it's 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 just really something that you have to be there to see. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, people um, were very thankful it was brought back. People have missed it, and um, we can't wait for next year. We have some other plans. I want to make it bigger and better. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, there's always some things we can do better. So I'm really excited and see what next spring brings. So so as the executive director, when you're sitting there and you're like you're happy Mm -hmm. that, boy, we got a great turnout. All the dancers are doing great. Everyone's really happy. Do do you sit there and go, okay, how can I improve? How can I build on this? 
I um, this year I was still you know on the back you know just like every event just trying to run things through what what else we need during the event but it's after the event on my drive home um, I live a little bit out of the um, out of the county yeah and that's my time to reflect so at that time I was able to sit back and be like oh man we could definitely do this next year oh how about we try to do this you know try to implement other things that we do do at our other events that may come into play for the powwow oh that is awesome yeah. now how long does the the people's powwow usually last from beginning to end it's about an hour hour and a half so about an hour hour and a half and that's just, mostly that's like dancing and performances that right. are going on right mm -hmm. so if could you add other native events to that or other other things that they could do or they probably can it just makes it really hard especially when it's so hot oh my and God. they're wearing yeah. their wools i mean all of their regalia that they are very hot so if we do we will probably have to start it earlier um you know if we're bringing them a day early we're having to pay them twice as much because it's just like any type of entertainment i mean they're not just gonna come right. in i can't expect them to come in a day ahead to right they gotta they gotta that. get paid to be here absolutely, absolutely. i totally get that yeah, yeah. uh now um what would you say and, and i'll jump over here to you Kristen. what would you say is your favorite part of YO Rodeo Week? Uh, like, is it just being able to see the people come into town? Is it a particular event? Is it the attitude that people get? Yeah, I think I think that that has a lot to do with it. So it's seeing the people come to town. That's really neat. Um, you know, it's just, it's bustling. It's, and then um, I think the attitude of everybody is everybody's a lot more laid back. That's yeah. really, it's really just, fun to see we kind of come together as a community you know and especially going to the rodeo of course the rodeo itself is probably one of the most fun things during during rodeo week right you know and, and just the different um of course the indian relay races you know i think on saturday was the largest purse it's ever been so seventy five thousand. man it was awesome yeah, it I was know, so great i know and just the commentators and just you know people showing up and just you sit with your friends, you see your friends, and, and so, you know, for me, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a mom, like, like Zoila, but it's like, you go to work, you go, you know, you go to the grocery store, and you don't really get to see people very often. Here is an, a time when you can actually see people that you haven't seen in a while, because everybody shows up for rodeo. Right. That's, it, like, people come in who don't generally come into town. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, and... I can remember that from, uh, you know, the Lincoln County Fair and Rodeo. Mm -hmm. was nothing, It's nothing this large, yeah. you know. But as a child back in the 80s, I can remember that. I can remember we, you know, Dad would take you to all the carnival stuff, mm -hmm. but then you went to the rodeo. Mm -hmm. And that's where Dad, boy, my father, he's a really quiet man until you get to rodeo. <laughs> and then he sees all of his buddies yes. and all his ranching buddies, mm -hmm. and holy cow, then it's just... They they just would just form a circle up there, mm -hmm. and they'd be talking shop, mm -hmm. talking animals and yeah. livestock, and and then as soon as that gate opens, everyone goes quiet for a moment. All right, that was a good ride, yep. and then yep. back yep. to yep. it, you know. So mm -hmm. yeah, you're right. Like a lot of it is a very social event. Yes. A lot of social aspects. To yes, this. and it seems like too everybody chooses to have some sort of reunion around that time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, like a class reunion, family reunion, whatnot, and so I think that that just adds more, you know, brings more attention, you know, to, to downtown and to into rodeo. And so, Zoila, what are people telling you 
uh, about downtown? They were they were happy with the way things ran. Everything was good. Or I mean, what's what's the feedback you've gotten so far? Um, every, I, I've spoken with some of my um, retailers. They had some really good weeks. Um, awesome. To yeah. Sell stuff. Um, Everybody's starting to finally notice the flowers. So the flowers, <laughs> yeah, they are, yeah. flowers they're beautiful. Sure. They're they out are. there, yeah. Um, but just everything that you know, we bring in. I mean, we already have that. Just everything that people do, it just enhances what we already have. Yeah, and it really it. showcases it, mm-hmm. doesn't it? I, I, I mean, Sheridan has so much to offer. I mean, you got adventure right out the mm-hmm. back door and mm-hmm. up the mountain. You've got relaxation. You've got everything that a, a, a destination mm-hmm. would you would want a destination to have. And so I think Rodeo Week and having so many people come in uh, really changes the attitudes, you know, that uh, Parker and all of his guys over there have been shooting for for so long, mm-hmm. that Sheridan's not a drive-through city. Right. Sheridan's a destination town, mm-hmm. you know, and I think – with COVID and everything that happened, if we were to try and find that silver lining, I think that really speaks volumes to, to our community. Mm-hmm. You know, we found the silver lining. Yep. We've become more of a destination rather than a stop on the way to something else. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that when we come back. When we return, we'll continue with the Downtown Sheridan Association. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. At Eliasson Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasson Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Hi, I'm Heather Westcott. I was born and raised here in Sheridan County and have lived out in the county for most of my life. So has Levi Dominguez. When there's an emergency in the county, the sheriff's office is the one that responds. So it's really important to me to have someone like Levi be in charge of that response. He's calm and respectful, but able to make quick decisions based on his knowledge and experience here in Sheridan County. That's why I'm voting for Levi Dominguez for Sheridan County Sheriff. Paid for by Levi Dominguez for Sheriff. We need someone in Cheyenne who listens, someone with strong work ethic, and someone who will fight for small business. Hi, I'm Jared Geyer, and I own a small business right here in Sheridan, and I know what it means to work hard and earn an honest paycheck. Cyrus Weston will work hard to reduce the size of government and keep regulations off our backs. He knows how important small businesses are to this community and cares greatly about job growth. If you support small businesses like mine, you should support Cyrus Western. Paid for by Friends of Cyrus Western. The election boundaries have been redrawn to comply with 2022 legislation, and these changes may have affected your voting precinct, polling place, House and Senate districts, or school district. If you received a blue card in the mail, please check it for changes that have affected you. If you have moved or have questions, don't wait until the August 16th primary election to ask. Call the Sheridan County Election Office today at 674-2515. That's 674-2515. Or email elections at SheridanCountyW.com. 
serve our community by serving our kids. Breakfast and lunch, that is. Sheridan County School District 2 is looking for a motivated, team-oriented person to fill a part-time cook's helper position. This position offers three to four hours a day, part-time insurance, and summers off. No experience necessary. If you're interested, apply today. Please contact the District 2 office at 307-744-7405, extension 5208. Are you looking to make extra cash and sell your unwanted items? Go to sharedamedia.com, post your items for free, or choose from our menu of options. You can have your items posted in the Country Bounty, read on Swab Shop, or listed on the front page of sharedamedia.com. Go to the classified section on sharedamedia.com. Let's get your items sold and turned into cash. If you're a business owner, you can post your employment opportunities. It's all right there. Classified section, sharedamedia.com. Good morning and welcome back to Public Policy. Brought to you by our friends out there at Elias and Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, my guests are the executive director of the Downtown Sheridan Association, Zoila Perry, and the DSA board president herself, Kristen Herbst. Now, uh, we were talking about the great rodeo week that just concluded, uh, but uh, you know what? Summer is not over yet. There's still a lot to do. There's still a lot of sun out there to to enjoy. Tell me about the upcoming third Thursday. This is a this is a big thing here in Sheridan. A lot of people love this. Yes. So I hope people are getting some rest because we will have third Thursday. <laughs> Got to kick it off. <laughs> yes. Um, we will be having the two tracks play. Um, then in July we always do our famous um, watermelon eating contest, and that's over on the south end by um, Legacy Diamonds and Gems. And we will have a couple of tables set up where we have kids and adults come in and do the watermelon eating contest. Now, okay, how long have you held this event? I don't recall. I'll have to go back and look. But Has, uh, do people have a technique? They do. Um, Is it a side-to-side thing? Yeah the, yeah? Kids, yeah. the kids love it. They just love it. So they come in and they just try to eat as much as you can. I've got <laughs> yeah. pictures with the watermelons all over their face, half their face, or other kids that just kind of really are, re- like, especially girls, they just kind of bite it here, bite it there. They're more cleaner than boys. Where just They just attack it. They just want to gorge. Yep. <laughs> they want to win. Yeah. <laughs> they do. Now, now Chris, you bring up a great point. You know, it, we call it watermelon. But, man, if you've got kids, folks, Ugh. you know how sticky that stuff yes. can get. You know, uh, I can only imagine cleaning those tables mm-hmm. after this event. Uh, I've never seen a watermelon eating contest. I want to be there for this one this year. I want to see how this goes down because I, I have theories about what's the best technique to actually win this mm-hmm. thing. Uh, now, what are the rules? Do I have to have my hands behind my back? Can I hold the rind? What, what What are we looking at? They just have to have their hands behind their back. And other than that, There's game on. Game on. I, I can't touch it. Mm-hmm. Now, do we do we eat the slices, or is it more like a bowl thing? Uh, there's slices. Okay, man, that'd be difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be h- tough to do. Yeah. Because I would think like going like a side-to-side scraping motion and just Trying to get it down would yeah. be the best way. But if you can't hold that, oh, this is going to be a riot to watch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're kind of in a, in a little um, wedge, kind of like a little bowl. I mean, we don't cut them big enough that they're, you know, just half of the watermelon. They're cut pretty good where it, it can just lay there for them to eat it. <laughs> I'm sorry to keep going no, off on this, okay. but I love this thing. So if I finish my wedge, does somebody throw another one in front of me? No. 
Oh, I just got to no, finish my yeah, wedge. Yeah, we just do, um, we'll have like two, three rounds. If we have one kid win, then, you know, everybody just kind of stops. As soon as that person's done, then some more people come in. People okay, come so in. it's all about speed. Yes. Not about amount. Yeah. That changes the game right there. <laughs> that changes the game. All right. Now, uh, we've got uh, two tracks playing on Thursday. Uh, love that band. I've seen them a few times. I've watched them out at a couple camps. They're always helping kids out here. Uh, mm-hmm. It's great to see them. Um, great, great band if you guys haven't seen these folks before. They are Sheridan natives. They are. Yes. They're awesome. And they usually have a really busy summer. How do you nail them down? You know, I have Dave Kraft, who is the chair for Third Thursday. He lines up all the bands for me, and he was able to get them in this year. You got an inside man. We sure That's what <laughs> You got an inside man to some great yeah. bands on that one. Now, vendor booths, a couple are actually still available for July. Correct. Uh, so you have some for August and September as well. Absolutely. So if I want to get my, my booth up here, mm-hmm. what do I need to know? Uh Fill out the application, email it to events at downtownsharing.org, or give us a call this morning. Um, I will be cutting the um, registration at noon today, only because I have to finish mapping for, to be ready to go by tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah, it's a zero hour right around the corner. Yes. But so if, if that's just for July, if you still want in for August and September, uh, I can give you a ring Afterwards, afterwards, you can go on to our downtownsheridan.org website in the applications online. Now, tell me why Third Thursday is something that so many people in this town gravitate towards. Because I heard that the last Third Thursday was just busting at the seams. Mm-hmm. People were out and about. I think uh, this is an event that uh, we had to shut down due to COVID. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people really miss this thing. Yes. What, what is it about Third Thursday? I camaraderie, I think, is a lot of it. Like we were saying with the rodeo, you know, it's for people to come out, socialize, kids to play. I mean, we, there's a lot of fun on the south end of the, um, like, by Legacy. Um, lots of things for the kids to do. So that's always good to have the kids preoccupied. And um, But it's it's great for, you know, folks to come socialize or network. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so I, I think it's, and it's, it's just fantastic. It's a, it, it draws a lot of attention to downtown, too, of course. Now, these vendors, are they all just from downtown, or are these guys no, from all over the place? these are from all over the place. I do have a couple that um, are from out, of st- from out of town, out of state. Oh, wow. Um, but, you know, we have nonprofits. We have crafters. We have um, uh, kids are trying to do a, their own little fundraiser. I mean, we, we take anyone and, everyone and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever they want to showcase, get their name out there. So a lot of different products, a lot of different homemade type craft stuff out there? Yes. Ten, yeah. I think that that's more towards the farmer's market, mm-hmm. though, yeah, which we are having on Thursday as well. The farmer's market will be in conjunction with the third Thursday. So there you go. Yeah. Right, uh, homegrown produce right there. Two for, you yeah. two for one. You can socialize. Absolutely. You can pick up your produce while you're out and about. And who yeah. knows, maybe you'll find that one gift. For that one person mm-hmm. who is so hard to shop for. Yeah, We've probably. all got that person in our lives. <laughs> Another great event coming up. Tell me about the upcoming Goose Creek Polo Cup. So this one, it, July is jam-packed for DSA. And so we just, we come to a, July comes to a close on the 31st with our Goose Creek Polo Cup out at the Flying H, um, it was just Flying H Polo Ranch. Mm-hmm. 
and it's it's a wonderful event, and it just seems to always just come together so great because of our sponsors, you know, by the Johnston family and the and the Flying H Polo um, Ranch. So it's 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 a wonderful event for the family. Um, I, twenty bucks to get in, so it's just twenty bucks per car load, not per person, just per car load. Yeah, jam everybody in yep. the in the car. Head on down there. Twenty dollars, you're in the door. Yep. Um, I think gates open at three. And then at 4.30, we do a kids race, so um, just a kids running. Basically. <laughs> kids running down the field, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's great for them to get involved in, in everything, and then games start at 5. And I think um, we try and, and showcase this a lot, but um, this is one of the – these players playing are some of the highest rated in the country. And so it's a really, really neat fun, um, high, I guess you could say, highly talented um, game. I mean, it's for real. It's not like you're going out there watching a bunch of, you know, friends, sure. which wouldn't be bad. Sure, But yeah. these are these are real polo-playing I mean, athletes. These, these guys yeah. are, yeah, from all over the world. Argentina right. and all. Mm-hmm. I mean, they come from all over. Oh, yeah. These guys are professionals. Yeah. Yes. It's just like that great rodeo that we just watched. Exactly. Now we're just kind of jumping into a different sport here. Mm-hmm. We got some of the finest that we get to watch right here in Sheridan. Right. Which, you know, and, and I've often talked about this, usually with the equestrian center or flying age, but mm-hmm. it's it's the idea that Sheridan's linked to polo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you, you think Sheridan, Wyoming, you think saddles, ropes, cowboys, cowgirls, and polo? <laughs> like, right, yeah. But, but, wow, what a great place for polo. It is. It really is. And it's a beautiful venue. It's beautiful. You know, um, last year, honestly, was my first year because um, we didn't have it the prior year due to COVID. And so last year was my first year, and I was really um, pleased at how well it comes together. Zoila does a great job getting all the sponsors together, getting the tents together, which we do still have some for um, for sale. So um, people or sponsors or um, businesses can buy a tent and, you know, it's provided with with drinks, food, um, you get some little special prizes, and just a good, um, a great view of the overall match. So this isn't a vendor. This is just you and your folks have a tent. Yeah, well, they can, yeah, exactly. Six people, or it fits as many as you as you need, but, mm-hmm. yeah, you can buy a tent, and I we still have some for sale, and I think yep. we're running at um, 1250 1500 uh, $1,500, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, and um, there's enough chairs for 12 people, so food and drinks for 12 people. Oh, wow. And um, then if it's a business, we can put their sign up, um, and then you just bring in all your friends, have a great time, watch a wonderful game of polo, um, and then people can come in and tailgate as well. Yeah. How um, amazing is that? Yeah. Well, and the other thing is it's in a tent because it's hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish I would have had a few tents over the weekend. Oh, yes. yeah. This, yes. it, it is a scorcher out yes. there. And uh, everybody knows it's just going to get hotter throughout the month of July. So when does this all go down? The 31st of July, which is two weeks, or it'll be a week for, it's two weeks. Yeah, two yeah. weeks. July 31st. Um Gates open at 3, kids races at 4.30, game starts at 5. And then, of course, you can't forget about the champagne, um, div- what is it, the divot stomping? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, so, where everybody goes out there and fills the, the divots. Pretty yeah. women themselves, you know, <laughs> yeah. out, stomp some divots and drink some champagne. I mean, I think that's why I always kind of linked polo to rich folks because sure. they showed it in, in pretty women, you yeah. know, and that's like the first thing I can remember. 
as far as polo and going out there with your champagne and the big hats. Yes. Uh, do you see a lot of big hats at this event, or could you see you a lot of You could big hats? see them. It depends how people want to dress. I yeah. mean, we encourage everyone to dress up. I Ladies, like to dress it, up. I'm everybody telling you, dress up. Mm-hmm. The, the tradition of big hats is something that I absolutely adore. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see more big hats. Yeah. I mean, and you know, that's it's just part of the part of the outfit. It is. All right, now one more uh, one more big event coming right around the corner. Crazy days. Yes, Tell we're me having about crazy days. It's going to be August sixth, seventh, and eighth. I forgot. Um, and then we're going to be do a beach party theme this year. So people dress like you're going to the beach. Come downtown, shop, and um, we'll have the retailers. They're, they are being encouraged to dress up as well. And we'll have a list ready to go here by the end, hopefully by next week, of all the participating merchants. Fantastic. Now, now, what what is it about Crazy Days? What what's so special about it? Um, retailers will put out their inventory at a discounted rate for them, whether it's fifty percent. You know, they're just trying to make room for their um, fall inventory. That's so everything in. coming in. We gotta get. We gotta mm-hmm. clean out the storeroom. Yes. So everything's kind of on, uh, dare we say, clearance yes. type prices. Yeah. Oh, so that yeah. is kind of crazy. Yeah. So all the retailers, you know, I don't. Um, they vary from fifty percent to seventy-five percent to twenty-five percent. I mean, that's what the retailer wants to do, and they, how crazy they want to get. So now, in days in the past, mm-hmm. have you seen this this thing fill up pretty quick? A lot of folks get down there. Is it wise to show up earlier rather than later? You'll get the better deals if you show up. Earlier, I mean, it's just like you go into garage sale. The, the once you're there early, you get the best stuff. You know, get, you get to pick the best stuff that that person has. Mm-hmm. Um, we did great last year, 2020, when we went through COVID. Um, that was probably one of the best crazy days we've had, just because we didn't have any other events that actually happened. So people, so people were ready out. to come downtown and shop. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we're hoping to get that many people out this year. Uh, now, uh, on average, how many folks participate in this thing? How many How many uh, of our stores uh, participate? We have about um, 50 to – about 30 to um, 50 businesses. Wow. So just that, in the downtown area. Yeah. That's a whole day right there. Yeah. That is a whole day. How long does this last? Um, it goes – from Thursday till Saturday, and when their business hours are open. So some of them are open at, you know, 6.30, like Jackalope Branch. She always, she's there early. She's open, ready to go. And other people get there about 8, 9, 10 o'clock, just depending on what their hours are. So it is a couple of days. But yeah. uh, the early the early bird will get the worm on yes. this. Yes, yes. Uh, so get out there, folks. Don't miss that. Now, uh, w- one more thing that I want to cover, and then i got to let you go. Uh you need staff. I do. I'm still looking for a marketing and events coordinator, director. Now, someone out there, they just heard that. A light bulb just went off. Mm-hmm. There it is. Uh, what do I need to do? Have them email um, their resume to DSA Exec Director at downtownsharing.org. You can be a part of this great organization, folks. Zoila, Kristen, thank you both for coming in this morning Thanks, and talking Lloyd. with me. Always a pleasure having the DSA on. Thank you. All right. When we return, we're going to speak with Uprising. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE 103.9 FM. Share it. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. 
Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. What is your business worth? Have you considered buying or selling a business? Our certified valuation professionals at Harker Mellinger can help you determine the proper values in gifting, estate planning, and the purchase or sale of your business. This is Alicia Cox. Harker Mellinger has been providing professional valuation services for Sheridan area businesses since 1995. Schedule an appointment today to discuss how a business valuation can work for you. Harker Mellinger, 6720785. The owners and staff at Kane's Funeral Home would like to thank the families of Sheridan and Johnson Counties for choosing Kane's and allowing them to serve you during these hard times. Kane Funeral Home makes it their mission to take the stress and uncertainty out of ceremonial services. They own and operate the only crematory in Sheridan County, so your loved one is always in their care. Kane's Funeral Home. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. We don't abide by the Constitution when it is politically inconvenient, then we will not have the Constitution as our shield when we need to defend our First Amendment rights and our Second Amendment rights. I'm voting for Liz Cheney because she believes in the Constitution, and this is what our country was built on. And we need somebody like Liz. We'll fight for democracy, fight for our Constitution. She's doing what's right. She's standing up for our constitutional rights. I really support and hope that you'll vote with me for Liz Cheney. I'm Liz Cheney, and I approve this message. Take four by Liz Cheney for Wyoming. Hi, I'm Dr. Tom Bennett, board-certified forensic pathologist from Sheridan. I'm a candidate for coroner of Sheridan County. The coroner is the elected official responsible for investigating those sudden, violent, and unnatural deaths occurring in their county, and certifying the cause and manner for those deaths. I have over 46 years of experience performing over 13,000 forensic autopsies and certifying deaths across Wyoming and in many other states. Paid for by Dr. Tom Bennett. Paid for by friends of Mark Gordon. When it comes to protecting Wyoming's interests, Mark Gordon is all in. He knows we're battling Washington for control of our own state. The anti-energy crowd will shut our economy down if we let them. The open southern border threatens us with drugs and chaos. The feds even tried to take over our schools and dictate our medical choices. So, Mark Gordon leads the fight to protect our rights. And we expect no less. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. We're brought to you by our friends out there at Elias and Financial. Now... Uprising. It exists to empower communities, volunteers, and donors to confront human trafficking and exploitation through awareness, education, and outreach. Joining me this morning from Uprising is the co founder and executive director, Terry Markham. Good morning, Terry. Good morning. Uh now let's let's talk about this. What is the mission of Uprising for those out there listening who may not know? So I'd say our sort of biggest number one mission is youth prevention. We don't want anyone in our state, in our region, anywhere really, to ever have to experience exploitation or human trafficking at all. So we spend a lot of our efforts um, trying to get upstream of the problem and stopping it before it starts. So trying to prevent new victims of trafficking, but also trying to prevent 
new buyers of commercial sex, which are the driving force behind why we even have human trafficking to begin with. So everything we do revolves around that. We do lots of training and awareness. We, you know, we train professionals, we train law enforcement, things like that. But it all sort of goes back to that overall mission of preventing it from even happening in the first place. Which is the whole, it, it, it's not about stopping it. It's about preventing it from ever occurring. Yeah, because stopping it at this point, I think, is almost an impossible task. There's yeah. so much money behind it. There's so much demand for commercial sex that if we just try only to address the problem after it's happened and trying to get people out um, and trying to, you know, arrest those traffickers, arrest those buyers, you know, we're just going to be working tirelessly and we'll never reach the end of that. But if we can move further upstream and try to empower especially young people um, with information and education so that hopefully they don't fall into the arms of an exploiter or a trafficker, then we can stop it before it even starts. And I think that's where we can make a much bigger difference and a much bigger dent. We're always going to need those after services, but I'm a big believer in trying to get ahead of the problem. You educate children so that when they start seeing the signs, they know. And they're like, uh, I, I get what you're trying to do here, creepo. And and they pull themselves out of the situation or, or are wise enough to get help. Absolutely. Now, when it comes to working with law enforcement, you guys, you work pretty closely with them. What, what are the kind of things that you and law enforcement uh, go over or train with? Oh, man. Working with law enforcement has become a big part of my job that I didn't foresee, you know, years ago. <laughs> really? Um, but it's it's actually really fun and exciting. It's a, it's a thing that I've come to really love. With law enforcement, we typically, what that looks like for Uprising, is we partner with um, national experts who are law enforcement officers who've worked a lot of human trafficking cases. We bring them here to Wyoming to make it easy for our local law enforcement to access them um, and we train them on how to investigate these cases, how to identify victims. Um, now we're even moving in towards like doing a lot more of like prosecutor training on how to even handle that after law enforcement has started working those cases. And I think by far the most fun thing that I've gotten to do with law enforcement to date uh, is be a part of a sting operation. Oh, wow. Good <laughs> yeah. job. That was like the most exciting day of my life. Yeah. Yeah, we arrested four sex buyers last April in Sweetwater County. Um, it was a training that we capped off with a, a with sting operation. With an actual operation. sting operation. That's yep. amazing. And Good job. And then I job. got to interview all those sex buyers and hear their perspective of why they were there doing that and talk to them about wow. human trafficking and how a lot of these people are victims. Yeah, yeah. And 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 so what is there uh, uh you know, I don't want to get too far off into the weeds here. Uh but w what was that like to be able to look at the individual who actually buys these services, pays for this? What what was that like to look into their eyes and be like, "Look, man, you're the reason I'm here." You know what I mean? It was a very interesting experience. Um I actually had a lot of empathy for them when talking to them. I truly believe, you know, they all had their sad sob stories of why they were there. They all admitted to purchasing sex previously. It wasn't their first time. Um, and I truly believe none of them really wanted to be there doing that, but it is very much an addiction, just yeah. like you would have a substance addiction. Like they can't, you almost can't help but feed that addiction. And unfortunately, as they're feeding that addiction, you know, it's hurting 
these victims in the process. Um, but it's it's really interesting to see, and that that's what really has catapulted me into also making sure that we highlight that part of the problem. Because when we think of trafficking, we tend to think of the victim side. Right, We're absolutely. not thinking of their side. Yeah. But that's really where everything's stemming from. So how do I get upstream of how did they get in that spot, and how do I prevent that from happening to youth? God, that's got to be a massive challenge, though, right? I mean, like, I, I mean, I see where you're coming from on that, where you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm getting upstream. I'm educating the kids so that they don't fall prey to this mm-hmm. kind of thing. Now you're looking at it and you're like, how do I get upstream from the offender? Yep. And and uh, holy cow. Uh, I mean, w- w- what road does that lead you down? Actually, to me, that gives me a lot more hope. To really? Me, oh, great. When I look okay. at the problem of these people who are already offending, that's the massive problem. That's like, how do I tackle that? Yeah. They are so immersed, so addicted. How will I ever stop that? But when I look at how can I prevent that from happening to a youth, that's simple. That's empowering youth and parents and caregivers with education and knowing um, certain tools and resources that they have at their disposal and conversations that they can have with their youth about things like how do you talk to your small children about pornography so that if they accidentally come across it one day or if a peer shows it to them, um, they don't become addicted and start down that road that could eventually lead to this. And to me, that's tangible. That's doable. That's yeah. easy. It's just getting the knowledge out there. Um, and what we find with our work with youth and parents is that they understand when you take the time, especially youth, a lot of people, like teenagers, you know, people think, oh, teenagers don't want to listen to anything. But when you, um, instead of just telling them, don't do this, don't get on these apps, don't listen to that music. If instead I talk to them about some of the harms that can come out of that, now I've empowered them with information to where they don't want to fall down those, go down those roads either. Now they feel empowered to make healthier decisions on their own instead of an adult just telling them what they should or shouldn't do. See, okay, and here you are. You've just totally educated me, changed my perspective. So you've got this idea where, you know, you're educating the kids to to prevent them from becoming victims. But now we're going to start educating the kids to prevent them from possibly becoming future offenders. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you said, now let's approach it. From an addiction point of view and instead of like an offender point of view, you know, because we think about that and we're like, well, I just want to get the bad guy and I want to put him in jail and keep him there. And that's it. That's what I want to do. But if we prevent the bad guy from ever, ever even becoming, that's a brand new thing. Yep. And it's amazing. They've had their own road of what led them to that, too. And usually it's not full of, like, they just want to go out and hurt someone. Usually it's full of their own trauma and issues in their life that they're trying to cope with, and they've turned to pornography and commercial sex to cope with those things. You've been battling supply, and now you're going you're gonna to battle demand. Absolutely. I think that's where we'll make the bigger difference, actually, is in the demand side. Oh, that's that's inspiring, Terry. Uh, now, one thing, uh, you know, I'm running out of time with you. We've got about 10 minutes left. We've got a lot to talk about. You guys participated in Y.O. Gives this year, and, and uh, the generous hearts of folks out there all over Wyoming, all over the United States, uh, jumped onto Y.O. Gives. How'd you guys do? Did you, did you meet goals? 
Absolutely. WyoGives was awesome. It was our second year participating. We had a goal to try to raise $5,000 last week, um, and we raised just under seven. Ah, fantastic. Um, and that's even before we won one of their prizes. We uh, Actually, one of our board members was the very first person to donate at all. Oh, wow. Great. <laughs> WyoGives. So he won a prizing an additional 500 bucks. Um, and oh, the matches haven't been announced yet, so um, I'm sure that total will go up even higher. So I'm guessing we'll be closer to 10000 almost doubling our goal by the end of it. So it was awesome. The community was great to us. I think we had 29 donors, most of them local here, and then a few across the state, and I think I even had one um, – out of the country who donated. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. So it was an awesome day for us. Worldwide. You've gone international. <laughs> now, now, um, what are these funds really going to be used for? You talk about you, you hit that $5,000 goal. Did you Do you have something in mind for that? Like, hey, we want to start a new program or we want to start a new approach to something. Or if you're just like, hey, we need this for operations to continue our training and education. It's going to be spent primarily on that prevention education, um, training professionals, communities, and youth themselves on those prevention pieces. And what we're starting to do a lot of right now is um, the need is just so great across Wyoming, and we get requests in other communities around the state all the time. And so, for instance, next week we're going to Park County over to Cody and Powell, and we'll go and we'll spend three or four days in those communities, and we'll crank out sometimes five or six trainings plus a bunch of strategic meetings while we're there. And so that's primarily what this money will be used for, is allowing us to continue to spread this prevention education training across the state, because that's the number one thing we're doing, the number one thing we get requests for, um, it's the thing we've been applying for grants for, and luckily we've been getting a lot of grants um, in those areas also so that we can continue to do that work. And we are bringing on a new staff um, either in August or October. We're sort of waiting to hear, but we're bringing on another VISTA position because we've hit that point where we need another person because the requests are just nonstop at this point. We're constantly traveling and, and doing this work. Wow. So, so when it comes to the training, the education, or maybe even just the experience, because a lot of this is based on uh, a lot of trainers out there, a lot of your staff have suffered through this trauma. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're speaking from a victim's point of view, which, which I think is so powerful. You know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's not like a theory. It's not a number that they're reading out of a book. Okay. This is, this is the life. That has been lived. And so if, if someone out there wanted to be involved, if they're like, you know what, that's where I want to put my time. That's the cause I want to join. What do they need to do? Oh, man, we need people right now, actually. So three things I've got for you. Number one, if you're here local especially, but really anywhere in the state, um, a big need is we need people for an events committee because we have to do a lot of fundraising and events to keep our operations going. Um, and that's beginning to get harder and harder to tackle internally by ourselves without some extra help. So we need volunteers for an events committee. It's low, you know, um, commitment, I guess. It's when you have the time and how much you can give. Um, second thing, we need volunteers across Wyoming so that we can do more awareness. So we have a fully online um, 
portal now for volunteers where you can apply to be a volunteer and you can complete our, all of our onboarding for volunteers and training through our website. It's just uprisingyo.org. And we need more people, especially in areas outside of Sheridan, so that when we get requests, we have someone there who can meet some of those requests at least. Um, and then lastly, um, supporting us through the things that we do have going on, the events in the community. Like right now, this Sunday is actually our annual youth adult golf tournament. So it's a two-person scramble. An adult pairs up with a, a youth of any age. And it's so much fun, and we need um, people to sign up and play. We need some more teams, and we'd like to sell it out. So that's coming up on Sunday, and it's all on our website. All right. So uh, to join the golf tournament on Sunday, go onto the website. you got sign-up sheets there. Yep. If, if I'm a, a, a single adult, I don't have a kid. Do you guys have uh, – I don't have a stockpile of kids this year. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you I do. get that request a lot, actually. Um, and we do have some community members who they'll go, they'll find their neighbor or whoever it is yeah. that they know who, who likes to golf, and they'll play with them. Um, and so, yeah, ideally it works best if you have an, a youth in mind who can sign up. But it's a great way, you know, if you know a youth, you know, sign up, pay that registration for, fee for them and – then just let them come and have a good time. We have swag bags, we have prizes, we have snow cone truck, lunch. It's the whole thing. It's so much fun. Yeah. So if you've got uh, some kids out there and you're like, you know what, they enjoy golf, uh, maybe just register them and 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 they'll get partnered with uh, a single adult. You gotta have up. an adult to register. Okay. You gotta have a team to register. But you can always reach out to us if you need that adult. If you do have the kid who likes to play, because I have a lot of adults who like to play who don't have kids to pair up with. Okay, that's yeah, that's what I was looking for because I'm sure there's a, a lot of adults out there and they're yep. like, well, man, but my nephew lives, you know, in South Dakota or something. Yep. I don't have. And it's any age youth. It doesn't matter their experience. I, we've had five-year-olds in our tournament, so they're just going out and having a fun time. It's okay if they are not. You well, know, yeah, you're not, yeah, not really there to win. I don't think that's a, <laughs> I mean, hey, who knows? You could probably pick up a couple hints and tips from somebody, uh, depending on who you get partnered with. Now, one more time, just real fast, tell me how I sign up for this golf tournament. Go to uprisingyo.org and go to either our events tab or click the banner that scrolls across the top when you see the golf tournament come across, and that's how you register. Terry, I greatly appreciate you giving me the time coming in here and talking with me. Uh, let's go ahead and schedule up another show. I enjoy talking about you. This is a great cause. This is a great organization. And, uh, you know, the ladies out there, you guys put this thing together um, seemingly overnight. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, and you found a need, and you did it. So I greatly appreciate you. Well, thank you. And thank you and your team for everything that you guys do. All right, folks, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Yeah. and financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. 
We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. I'm Renee Botton, and I'm running for re-election as your Sheridan County Clerk of District Court. My qualifications for this position are unmatched. I have served as your district court clerk for the past three and one half years. I have a bachelor's degree in business administration and a law degree from the University of Wyoming. I've practiced law in Sheridan for 27 years. With your help, I look forward to dedicating my experience and service to you for the next four years. Paid for by Renee Bodden. Frackletons brings you this pet of the week from the dog and cat shelter. Sandy is a very affectionate dog with lots of energy. She needs an active home where she has plenty of room to run. Basic training would do wonders for her confidence. Come and meet Sandy today. What a wonderful day to come home and get the perfect cat to fit your home. Zippy is a sweet fella who likes to watch all the action more than start it. Zip in and meet this peaceful kitty today. Now's the time to start those projects you've been dreaming about. Excavation, landscaping, or home improvement. Wagner Ranch Services has the materials. Wagner Ranch Services carries many types of gravel, scoria, topsoil, and landscaping products. Check out Wagner's landscaping display where you can view a variety of landscaping materials that can be picked up from the yard or delivered. Wagner Ranch Services, 13 Industrial Lane, 307-752-2787. Open Monday through Friday from 7 to 5. Lord James, it's happening! It's really happening! July 30th! What's happening, peasant? The Tournament of Nights, a spectacular show of jousting, melee, and awards for wearing our best finery! They're having a renaissance there, too. People in stockades, Don the Monk, Archie Art, a petting zoo, even cosplay with people. Oh, yes, 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 but of course, the main event is the Night of Mayhem. Away from me, peasant! What's the cosplay you speak of? Quickly, get my shillings! We're off to get tickets! We can get our tickets at a land called chapswayo.org. One oh three point nine FM is New Talk nine thirty KROE. Sheridan, broadcasting from the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio. K-R-O-B, Sheridan.